Hi there, John Sane here, one half of the Expansive podcast. We have introduced these new five minutes monologue sections uh, and we're hoping that you enjoy them. We've had a bunch of questions been coming through for any sort of questions that you might want us to answer. And today the question that I'm going to be answering is all about the three habits of becoming a successful entrepreneur. But before I tell you about these three habits, I just want to let you know that I think we've arrived in an era, I'm calling an era of forced entrepreneurship. And if you think about what an entrepreneur really is, it's somebody that likes to solve problems without the loss of enthusiasm with the prize of just having a bigger problem to solve. And so we all have to become entrepreneurs. There is no sort of easy ride for this. Now, an entrepreneur usually is thought about somebody that starts their own business, but I think it's a mindset. It's a process that we need to follow within ourselves that looks at challenges with excitement, that seeks discomfort and then wants to solve those challenges and discomforts as quickly as possible, looking for more discomforts and challenges to solve. So really what we need to realize is as we move out of the industrial age, which asked us to fit in, and as we move into the quantum age where the currency will be to fit out, because every basic rudimentary task will be taken care of by AI and data. And I know as scary as that sounds, we all still use Google Maps with much joy and ease. So we realize that that infiltrates our lives in slow but very persistent ways. So let's start off with the three that I think are really the most important. First of all, we need to believe in the invisible. In other words, when you are starting to solve a problem, that problem has never been solved before. And in order for us to have the sort of tenacity of focus, in order to be able to solve that problem, we need to believe in the invisible. And the more we believe in the invisible, the more we invite other people to start to see what we see. You see, they don't see what we see yet because they're not solving the same problem as we are. And when we explain the problem that we're solving or the solution we're bringing to the world or the business that we're starting, most people will say, well, that sounds cool. I mean, go and build it and let's see what it's all about. And so really it's about us focusing in on this topic of solution up until it has momentum and solidified and come into fruition until other people start believing it in believing in it with you and slowly but surely that momentum starts to build and it has a life of its own the business really develops its own personality and starts to grow and have a life of its own kind of like a baby to be honest i mean if you think about it when you have a baby you have to feed it look after it change it blah, 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 and then eventually becomes an adult and starts having its own life and i think any solution business or, or idea that we're wanting to bring into fruition requires us to believe in the invisible with a tenacity of focus before anybody else does the second thing is as an entrepreneur, as somebody that's solving problems, you are not actually climbing a mountain. You are climbing a mountain range. And what this means is that we never actually arrive at the end point. It's always a continuous journey, a process of innovating, modifying, even disrupting at times in order to bring a better, more seamless um, solution to your customers and to your employees. 
And so what we look for often is an end result. And the end result is just seeking more discomfort, is solving more problems. And if we can apply ourselves in this idea that we are not climbing a mountain, but a mountain range, we get an opportunity to be energized by new challenges, new problems, and new opportunities that show up for us to solve. Remember, if you are solving a major problem for people, you get paid in a major way. If you're solving a small problem for people, you'll be remunerated in a small way. So look for bigger challenges, climb more mountain ranges, get fit with that perspective so that you can continuously be solving problems. And lastly, you know, I've had many different businesses in my life. More of them have been learning lessons than successes. And what I've decided to do now before I start any business is I build myself victory and failure conditions. And what this does, it gives me an opportunity from the outset to know and describe what winning looks like and to know and describe what losing looks like. And so this is also important because if you're climbing a mountain range and you're running out of supplies and you just not have the sort of energy anymore and you're getting sick, you've broken a foot, whatever the analogy we want to use, you can't keep climbing because it, you'll die when you're out there. So you also have to be very clear of what does winning look like? How can I celebrate that winning? What does a victory condition look like? Let me celebrate that because often also as entrepreneurs, we answer the next thing as quickly as possible. But as important is what does failure look like? When do I stop putting money into a business? When do I stop trying to solve a problem? And I have had an incredible success in sort of pulling the plug on one of the businesses that I started recently because our victory condition was 2 million rand that we were going to invest in a platform. The victory condition was we were going to have traction in that business and that would be a victory condition. A failure condition was we were going to put 2 million rand into a business and if we didn't have any customers by that time, we would pull the plug because that 2 million can turn into 4 million, 6 million and eventually you've spent all your money. So we also realized that having the failure condition is also important Why? while building a victory condition. So before you start any business, remember, believe in the invisible. That's what you have to do with a tenacity of focus. Remember that you're climbing a mountain range and not just a mountain. Have that fitness of emotional focus so that you can look for problems to solve. But ultimately, design a victory and failure condition for yourself. And it's always really something very proud to be, to have that in place because it shows that you've got character and that you're able to design something based on what the feedback from the market is. Best of luck out there, and I look forward to spending time with you on the Expansive Podcast real soon. Ciao.